We're up to Simon Shin Yud Siv Gimel, middle of that lachas of Muktza. Bein beisra achila, bein beisra tiltol. Whether you're talking about something that's prohibited to be eaten on Shabbos, whether something that's prohibited to move on Shabbos, called Dovah Shayu Roi Bein Ashmoshes, anything that was fit. Bein Ashmoshes, which means between sundown and nightfall on Friday night. Im Eir Boi Dovah and Eskalkel Boi Beyoyim, Vachazar Veniska Boi Beyoyim, Chazla Tere. Let's say something during Bein Ashmoshes was not Muktza. And somehow it got ruined during Shabbos that would now make it into Muktz on Shabbos. But then it got back and was refixed on Shabbos. So it's not Muktz, it goes back to its hetter. If it was Muktz ben Ashmoshes, then it's Muktz the whole Shabbos. But if during ben Ashmoshes it wasn't Muktz and it becomes Muktz later, then it doesn't have to necessarily be Muktz the entire Shabbos and it can revert back to being non Muktz. Shemur Sifkot and Yudal explains. So first he starts off, the first Sifkot and Yudal says, Hai bein bein have a revusa tveib reishel in This, the fact that the Mechaber said, whether it's Yisra Achila, whether it's Yisra Tiltal, is an extra rebuy. And it's just coming to say, Let me buy you, let me in Tiltal, Ba'am, 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 that the, that if it wasn't Muktza Bein Hashmoshes, it's not Muktza the entire Shabbos, which means that if it, if it became Muktza on Shabbos for whatever reason, it can lose its Muktza. It doesn't have to remain Muktza the entire Shabbos. But the Chiddush is that even by food, that is so. That even if, if food becomes, let's say, rotten, or becomes unedible on Shabbos, so it would be Muktza. But then it becomes re-edible, and we'll see some examples as we move further, right? It becomes it becomes Muktza to eat that. Sivkan Tezvav, an Eira by Davra. So let's give examples. Kigayin. It rains on raisins. They get ruined to the point where they're not edible. And then the sun comes out and he dries them. Even though they got ruined on Shabbos, but since they got re-dried, they're permitted. The reason they ain't because those are thing is being muktzah Part of Shabbos is Muktzah the whole Shabbos, except for Bein Hashmoshes. Bein Hashmoshes, we have a rule that if it's Muktzah Bein Hashmoshes, it's Muktzah the whole Shabbos. But during the rest of Shabbos, you don't say that. Kosovataz, Ismail, Shemol, Boi, B'Shabbos, Enel, Tat, The utensil that they would use to cut and to do the bris on Shabbos is Muktzah after the meal is over. The Muktzah, Machmas, Chisar, and Kis. It's Muktzah, Machmas, Chisar, and Kis. Muktzah, Machmas, Chisar, and Kis is an item which you wouldn't use for any other purpose other than its own pr- intended purpose, which is an answer on Shabbos, because you're worried the item would get ruined. So here, the other makvich, this Ismail for the Milo, you know, no one uses for other th- purposes. It was reserved for Bris Milos. With Loikam, Mikil, Mutat, Loisim, Mitam, Deim, Muxel, Chati, Shabbos. Now those are not, uh, the Tas says, not to make, like those who are make, will say that because this Mayel had a Milo on Shabbos, and if it wasn't Muxel for the entire Shabbos, so to now it should be permitted to move. No, we don't say that. Right, and before the bris milah, Friday night, you wouldn't allow to move for any other purpose. But even though you have a bris milah that you're going to do on Shabbos morning, after you finish its purpose of doing a bris milah, it's a total of that is a tilt which it had during Ben Ashmoshes because it was Muktzah Machmas Kis comes back to it, 
Quickly put it down and hide it in that room. But as they said, then he brings a Magen Avram. His mask and even Gam came Ikradim. That if I get it becomes Mukti again, the Magen Avram is masking to that. Ach, but Daidei Sheish Lahachmer Shabaychi Yismel Biyadu Leyanichenim Biyad. Actually, Yanichenim Malkim Mishtamer. He says, don't put it down right away. The Magen Avram says, once you're holding it to the Mila, keep on holding it till you can put it down in a place where it's safe and secure. You take it back to your house. Because once the mukta is in your hand, you can move it to where you want. Now what happens if the moil is about to do priya? Right, so he puts the, after he does the milos, he puts down the ismail, does the milos, now he's do priya. Right, he has to put it down right away. So what's he going to do? Because then he can't pick it back up. He doesn't need the ismail anymore. So what should he do? Right? But it's not going to be in a safe, secure place because you have to do the priya on the spot. Says, put down the Ismail right where he's doing the meal. So, he rabbi gives an ekel, uh, an ekel, an eitzah. She kabel achem yodi. Hand the Ismail to somebody else. And he can put it away in a secure place. Nevertheless, he says, post factum, and he can yodi. What happens if you did put it down so you can do the pre and your words and get stolen from there, get ruined? So, Mitzadi, the Rab, the Shlusmach, Allah. Allah, Ramal, the Shach, the Seven, the Middle, Tatloi. So it's not that this is, if you're stuck, then you can be the same with those who are make who say that since it wasn't Muktzah for the whole Shabbos, that you're allowed to now move it back to where you need to, but the Chathil wants you not, put it down, and then we pick it up. Sivkar design also called Yem, the Ikra Chanum by Yem Bai, Kedichsiv Ahoyah by Yem Ashishi, Echinu Ashashiya view. Right? Vizah Haloy Betchil's Kinis Ayem Hooks of Mustajbe. Right, this icky thing that that, that so item requires a and if a child began, it wasn't, it was muksa that remains muksa. So this all comes in the pasuk says that on the Friday you should prepare that which you're going to need on Shabbos. Siv dalot grey gorois, like dried figs with simukum raisins, shayim muksim. They were muksa because they let's say they weren't totally dried yet, so they were not in edible fashion. Now you left Friday afternoon. You saw they weren't edible. So you sort of gave up on them. But Lamai said they did dry out before Shabbos actually began. Even though the Bailam didn't know, the owners of these raisins, of these dry figs, didn't know before Shabbos that they were totally dry out. Then someone comes and tells them, what do you mean? I walked by there, and it was ready, you know, before Benashmash was over, they're already fully dried out. So even though the Bailam didn't know about it, Nevertheless, it's still not mukta. Shabrusiv kan zayin afal pishin lo yadu atzlema v'hava amina. I would think the machma zechol ayoshem mukta because the bialim didn't have in mind it was out of their mind they had a sight for them it should be mukta. The hooks of midaytam elu aperishav zu kamash malon lo yamrinu lach we don't say that. Tarei lo yisir daytam akedeshis yavshu arikanis yavish v'hokum mobaydim. He took his mind off it because he thought he needs to dry out. But Amayz, if he would have known it was dried out, he wouldn't have had a mind not to use it, and therefore. It's not mukta. dried figs and raisins. The chazuv which means they're not really edible, but they are. You know, they're barely edible. Meaning they're not. You know, they're not the way you like them, but they, they're already. You know, barely edible. Some people would eat it. Some people wouldn't. So eat asman a not for glimmeries mukta. We loy loy. So if you masman them and you prepare them to eat them, so then it's not mukta. But if not, if there's something that many people wouldn't eat. And you 
I had a mind not to eat them, or that you didn't have a mind yes to eat them, it's muksa. But let's say they're totally not edible to eat for anybody. And you masmin them, you try to prepare them to eat them. You say, no, I'm them, I'm preparing them, I'm making them, I won't be able to eat them on Shabbos. That is useless. Because since they're not edible, you can't be masmin something to you know, to make it into edible. Something that is not edible at all, you can't be masmin. You can't prepare that to eat. You can't say I'm being making a stone to eat it. It's not edible. When do we say <coughs> something that was muk to ben hashmoshes? It's muk to all shabbos. Dafke dvarim shigamim b'day shemayim. Dafke things that they, they finish and they become edible b'day shemayim. When they burn them, going gregara is like figs. The ain't gmar melade chay macharim. The sun dries them out. Therefore, you take your mind off it. Things which people finish going tomorrow, dates, which you put water on from Friday afternoon. Right, to soak them after even though they're not yet tomorrow, not the water, and not the dates. So, like, hold the time out tomorrow with the water, didn't get yet the flavor of the dates. She to make this water drinkable as is day juice the gamma tomorrow may say and these dates once they're sitting in the water also not edible I feel hochel I ask a day to me now I am a Shabbos she mukta machmazer da biyodla ashoysen adlmocha she will go to Tama tomorrow but since you you know that on its own it doesn't need to be a Sunday on its own just by sitting overnight it will be ready to eat right so that's not going to be mukta even if it's not ready to eat Friday night during Ben Ashmosh that's something that requires the sun, it requires things from the Rabbani Shlom to make it work out. And <coughs> then we say that's moksha. But let's say you start preparing a food. But the way, the way it, it tastes good is when it soaks well, right? So you want to soak it overnight, right? And halfway through the soaking, it's not good. But the mice is there to soak overnight. So that's not moksha, and you can eat that on Shabbos. Siva. Kol dovish asal tatli. Anything that you're not allowed to move. Asalite in tachtav. Now to take a clear, which is a good clear on Shabbos. We already had these halachas a little bit earlier, and put it underneath for the muksa item to fall onto it. Because once this muksa item falls on it, you're not going to be allowed to move that. Kaili. And that's called taking a kli and being mevatal and nullifying it from from its usage. And you're not allowed to cause a kli to become useless on Shabbos. <coughs> by putting it underneath to catch a muk side and you, you, you're rendering it useless. Aval bot mutalich by salaf kli. You like to cover a muk side with a kli. Bovach la yiga by. You have to make sure not to touch the muk side or to move the muk side so you could cover it because you could always take the cover back off and still use that kli for something else. But if you put it beneath that the muk side falls on it, you're going to render the kli useless. And you know how to render a kli useless on chaps. Penimsum vat la havik is a kli. Why can't you render a kli useless? It's like ruining the keli. This is coming to, uh, to tell us that we don't paskin like Rabbi Yitzchak, who says that you're never allowed to move something on Shabbos in order to help something that you're not allowed to move. Right? So he would all be allowed to take a kli and put it over something. Because you're doing it, you're doing it for something that's muksa. But don't paskin like that. You're allowed to take a kli and put it on top of something that's muksa. 